Today's episode is brought to you by CBDMD. Listen, there's a lot going on in the world, which means we all need to catch up on some much-needed sleep when we can. CBDPM blends 500 milligrams of high-quality CBD with melatonin, valerian root, chamomile, and other sleep-promoting ingredients to create a powerful and effective sleep aid. So visit cbdmd.com to receive 20% off your next order when you use the promo code NBA at checkout. Again, that's CBDMD to receive 20% off your next order when you use the promo code NBA at checkout. You are Locked On Women's Basketball, your daily podcast on women's basketball. Hey, women's basketball fans, there is a lot of news to get to. I'm coming to you actually on Wednesday. There's a lot going on today, uh, but we're going to stick to women's basketball. I did not mention this on my last show, but... Now there's news of not one, but two teams, two WNBA teams that are in the final stages of being sold. That, of course, is the Las Vegas Aces and, yes, the Atlanta Dream. I'm your host, Erica Lindsay Ayala. I usually come to you Tuesday, Thursday, but occasionally on a Wednesday, Thursday, depending how the week is looking. And for those who don't know, I am on the last stretch of my time before covering women's hockey. The NWHL is returning, and yeah, your girl right here, Erica, will be on the call. Don't you love listening to my voice? Obviously, that's why you're listening to Locked on Women's Basketball. And we're going to get to some basketball. We're going to talk WNBA in this first segment. I'm going to give you some NCAA updates in segment number two. We have milestones. Of course, we have COVID cancellations and lots more. And then I'm going to close with, we're going to go back to the Las Vegas Aces. We're going to close with Asia Wilson. Asia Wilson on Martin Luther King Day was honored with her very own statue and was honored with her very own statue on the campus of the University of South Carolina, her alma mater. And for those who may not know, and for those who do know, I'm going to remind you, Asia Wilson told a beautifully hopeful yet also terrifyingly truthful story And she told the story as an inspiration and as a way of explaining why the moment meant so much to her. But in that story, there's a lot. That story tells us a lot about the University of South Carolina, about the state of South Carolina, and about the United States of America. And so as I bring you this show again on Wednesday... Inauguration Day, which is written into the Constitution as January 20th in every, in the year preceding, in the year following a presidential election, I think it's fitting to end with a little bit of 
United States history. And we will do so by the fantastic Asia Wilson, who now has been immortalized on the campus of her alma mater. So it's going to be a good show today. I am feeling upbeat. I'm feeling good about it. We have so much going on in women's basketball, but let's get into WNBA franchise sales. So as I mentioned at the top of the show, the first news that we got was about the Las Vegas Aces and them being in the final stretches of being sold to the owner of the now Las Vegas Raiders, that's a national football team, Uh, that Raiders owner's name, Mark Davis. And, you know, people have been asking my opinion, and I have to tell you, I don't know much about Mark Davis. The Las Vegas Raiders are extremely new, so we still have a lot to learn. But I'm going to read from the official release from Las Vegas that was then posted on the WNBA.com website on January 14th, 2021, with the title, Las Vegas Aces Sold. Starts with a quote. Quote, I am excited to announce that I have entered into an agreement to purchase the Las Vegas franchise in the WNBA from MGM Resorts International. I will have more to say once I receive official approval from the WNBA Board of Governors and have had a chance to speak with the players, coaches, and administrators of the team. That quote was from Mark Davis. There is another quote in the release. We can confirm we have entered into an agreement to sell the Las Vegas Aces to Mark Davis and are awaiting approval from the WNBA Board of Governors. Mark is a longtime champion of women's basketball, and we believe he is the right person to lead the Aces into a new era. We will continue our enthusiastic support of the WNBA, NBA, and basketball in Las Vegas. And that is from the President of Entertainment and Sports at MGM Resorts International. MGM was a nice setup. For the Aces, so much so that um, there were players, Asia Wilson included, Diana Taurasi, who were wondering if, and if not, why not, the WNBA doesn't just have All-Star Weekend in Las Vegas until the end of time. Now, other larger markets, maybe L.A., quite very much potentially New York. They might have something to say about that, but um, I think those two, if we're being honest, uh, probably have the best opportunity to match the Las Vegas experience. You've got Brooklyn, you've got Los Angeles, but even still, I'm not really sure that that, I don't know that I have the vision right now to see how an all-star weekend in my home city of New York or in the Staples Center in L.A. is going to match what I experienced in Vegas, if I'm being honest. So we'll have to see about that. But I said there were two WNBA announcements, and this one, well, I tell you, this one is interesting. 
According to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, a WNBA spokesperson has confirmed that the sale of the Atlanta Dream is uh, on the verge of being sold. This is uh, from CBS News. Originally, the first report came from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. CBS News reports um, that this is what they received from a WNBA spokesperson. As it relates to the Atlanta Dream, we understand a sale of the franchise is close to being finalized. And this comes from this morning. Uh, The news came late last night. I was on the women's hockey NWHL circuit doing interview after interview after podcast after this and actually got a request from someone in the Lockdown Network to talk about the news. And I had to I had to look it up because I hadn't even seen it yet. Um, Now, this is interesting, of course, because Kelly Leffler or Loeffler, y'all know I always say her name wrong. I really don't mean to. I'm just not the best with phonetics. Um, Leffler. Leffler? Loeffler. Leffler. Kelly Leffler? Oh, man. Kelly. She's an outgoing senator. Big deal for the November election and then the runoff that happened earlier this month. Of course, Raphael Warnock ended up winning the election, but uh, all this time while Loeffler, Loeffler was um, admonishing the WNBA for their support of Black Lives Matter, of say her name, of being vocal and outspoken, while all of this is happening, um, a lot of questions were raised to Kelly, to the WNBA, as to whether she was the best co-owner for the job. And um, she mostly scoffed at any intentions or rumors of intentions to sell the team. However, now we're seeing that uh, perhaps that is not the case. I will say that a lot has happened since Kelly Leffler Loeffler was voted out of office, including an insurrection. And that's important to mention because... Um, well, a lot of people have done a lot of things that either they said they wouldn't do or we weren't very hopeful that they would do since then, since then. Um, so perhaps that has turned the tides. But either way, I have to think that Leffler Loeffler, um, the WNBA front office, but certainly the WNBA players are ready to move on from this. So we don't have a name or a ownership group yet. I have seen reporting that the Atlanta Dream will remain local, that the ownership is local. So we shall see. But coming up next, we're going to talk NCAA. I'm here to talk to you about one of our new partners over here at Locked On Podcasts, and that is betonline.ag. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Use promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. 
All right, on to NCAA basketball. We'll start with the not-so-great news first. Vanderbilt becomes the first SEC school to cancel their season. That is the headline for one of the latest. I'll get into another one of the stories by Dorothy Gentry for The Next at The Nine newsletter. Uh, of course, I write for The Next and The Nine. Um, but... Um, the subheading, players elect to stop play due to COVID-19. Um, here is the full um, statement by the school. Due to a combination of COVID-19-related circumstances, opt-outs, and injuries, the Vanderbilt women's basketball program has elected not to continue the remainder of the 2020-21 season. Quote, we fully support and respect the decision of our student-athletes. Their health, safety, and well-being have always been and will continue to be a top priority, said Candace Lee, Vanderbilt's Vice Chancellor for Athletics and University Affairs and Athletic Director. Wow, she has a lot of titles. I'm so All right. Uh, the press release goes on to say, we know that this was a tough call for them in a year full of tough calls and a disappointing outcome for the student athletes and the program. As a staff, we have and will always prioritize the health and safety of our student athletes, Vanderbilt head coach Stephanie White said. We are coaching a group of young women who have been resilient in dealing with out with opt-outs, injuries, COVID-19 protocols, as well as the physical, mental, and emotional toll that comes with COVID-19. We respect our student-athletes' decision and support them as we continue to move forward. Vanderbilt finished the season 4-4 four four overall and 0-3 against SEC opponents. <sighs> I continue to say... Uh, this is the way, right? To quote the Mandalorian, this is the way. Um, I'm not here for sports outside of a bubble, and even that is not my favorite. So, I don't know. Um, but Vanderbilt is no longer competing. 2020 is mercifully over. It's time for a fresh start and a few more wins. If you're betting this year and want more wins, listen to Locked On Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They are picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to Locked On Bets wherever you get your podcasts. Um, switching gears, Gino Auriemma becomes the second winningest coach in women's basketball history with a mighty win over I believe it was Butler was the opponent in the Big East Butler didn't even get to 40 points it was pretty one-sided um Gino Auriemma joked on SNY and I have this for my wrap-up coming over for the next, but he joked, uh, he was asked about what it felt like to be the second winningest coach in all of women's basketball history. And he said something akin to, Oh, I've always dreamed of being second. And 
But at now 1,099, you know, the obvious, we, you know, we have to ask you, you, you passed Pat Summit. How does it feel to be number two? Um, that was my goal. Uh, you know, I just remember waking up one day and going, if I could ever be number two, I'd be ecstatic. Uh, I don't know that it's, you know, um, uh, as much of, a, of an individual milestone, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's one of those things where, uh, you know, it's 36, 37 some years um, of, um, you know, of just being there every day and just trying to do, um, trying to do what you do and do it as well as you can and trying to make the team as good as you can that day and um, for me more of a that's a you know that's probably more of a um, yeah for me more of a uh, an accomplishment is that it's all happened um, you know here in one you know in, in one place in uh, at one school and um, you know that's probably what I'll think most about um, you know when get a chance to think about it but uh what can i say but what he also said is, and i saw this uh tweeted by alexa philippu who writes for the hartford current good follow um is that he wishes that it was a harder achievement he wishes that there were more wins that Pat Summit was able to get and that she were here. Um, and this comes as UConn is about to play COVID um, pending, but as, <laughs> as UConn is about to play Tennessee, and he's been very open with his remarks on how he doesn't feel that this rivalry is the same, but nonetheless, and nevertheless, those will be the headlines going into the game. Um, I mean, I'm happy for Gino. I think, you know, it's an accomplishment. Something that Tara Vanderveer just this season accomplished, surpassing Pat Summit all time. I mean, that's, that's something else. UConn is a powerhouse. Stanford, a powerhouse. Especially within the last decade or two and so for pat summit who coached alongside those coaches to have more wins than them i mean that, that tells you something about her program it really does so congratulations to gino congratulations to tara vanderveer who is now setting the mark even higher as stanford continues to go on although they dropped a pretty big one Dropped a pretty big one. Um, and speaking of that, let's go to the women's basketball AP poll. AP poll. Louisville, number one in the AP top 25 for the first time in school history. Go Cardinal. Louisville, atop the AP poll, followed by NC State. UConn, South Carolina, and Stanford at number five. So just 
as an update, a reminder, Stanford number one, U of L at number two, NC State at three, UConn at four, South Carolina at five. That was for the AP poll the week of, that came out January 11th. So we've seen some movement already in the poll. Oh, what are your thoughts? I honestly have not been watching much else than the Big East just because of uh, because of hockey. So, but I feel like I wasn't really expecting. I wasn't expecting so much bounce around. Um, I mean, Connecticut was at in week eight. Connecticut was at number four. Now they're at number two. Louisville was number two. They go up to one, but Stanford goes down to five. Stanford goes down to five. I just feel like that usually doesn't happen. Um, usually we're begging to see a little bit of jump, but um, yeah, Stanford, that loss really hurt them. So, so there you go. That's NCAA news. And coming up next, we're going to talk about Asia Wilson and the legacy of Don Staley and the impact and the importance of Don Staley to Asia and to others. Hello, women's basketball fans. I am here to talk to you about Built Bar. Actually, at the top of the year, Built Bar sent me a fantastic package. I got some of those even deliciouser flavors. Yes, some of the six new flavors came in my um, variety pack as well as a few other goodies. But I, as I mentioned, am a huge fan of the caramel brownie and the carrot cake flavor, but the original flavors are good as well. Peanut butter, banana bread, and of course, peanut butter brownie. These are great for the health conscious person. They are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber, which makes them great for the keto diet. So go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Yeah, uh, I think that is thing that was just being with me that we kind of missed out on is just Coach Staley. Mm-hmm. I think she has done things that people don't really look at. They kind of brush them in the rug uh, because she is a black woman that's killing the game. Um, and, and they don't give her enough credit. And I, I think she's being super biased because I played for four years and she's like my second mom. Uh, but no, she has done things that I would dream of doing and to see how far she's come with a basketball and just Shattering that glass ceiling is something that I'm going to always be inspired by and, and admire her. And I just, I would love to play with her on the USA level, on the Olympic level, um, and hopefully catch up with her in the gold medals. But that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> but uh, I, I would just love to be alongside of her because she, this is something that she's earned. And to watch her, I remember when they first announced it, I was crying at the press conference because I'm like, this is something that, you know, you don't see. Like, this is a black woman. Mm. And being the Olympic head coach, like from holding the flags, walking in the flag, uh, opening ceremony, to now being the coach of this team that she played on. So I am forever grateful for her for being in my life and, 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 and to have her by my side always. 
That's the somewhat muffled voice uh, of Asia Wilson. But uh, I had an interview with Asia for another piece, and I simply asked if there were things that she wanted to elaborate on from our conversation or topics that we didn't get into that she wanted to go over. And when given the opportunity, Asia didn't talk about her statue. She didn't talk about her MVP season. She talked about Coach Dawn Staley. And you hear at the end of that clip that she refers to Dawn as her second mother and hopes, of course, to join Dawn Staley with USA Basketball for the Olympics that were postponed um, and that are expected to be played in 2021. And then I wanted to follow up on Asia. Uh, I wanted to follow up uh, with Asia on her statue Uh, we spoke the friday before her statue was um, officially unveiled although unofficially we all saw the pictures and i asked what she hopes that statue means to young people um, in particular who walk by and see it or see an image on social media and this is what asia said but I, I wonder if you've also given thought to, you know, we were kind of jokingly talking about your statue. I mean, sis, you got a whole, you got a whole statue. <laughs> um, and so, you know, um, what, what do you hope that young girls or boys, and you know, young people, um, but especially those that are black and from communities that continue to be marginalized, unfortunately, in our society. Um, what do you hope that uh, they see when they see that Asia Wilson statue? Ooh, um, that's a good question. Uh, I, I, just, I, I just hope they look at that statue and say, you know, anything is possible if I put my mind to it. Uh, that they're fully capable of achieving anything that they would like to do. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and say that I got it out the mud and it was a hard, raw road. No, it, it wasn't. Yes, I faced adversity. Yes, I have bumps in the road, but I still persevered to get to where I am, and I still have a lot of work to do and a lot of things to learn. But I hope that young boys and girls look at that trophy and say, "Wow, I'm a trophy." Look at that statue and say, "Like, wow, like this is amazing," and especially like in the heart of the South. Uh, South Carolina, where the Confederate flag was just taken down a couple of years ago, give a black woman outside of a place that she played for four years, and it really brought the community together with her teammates. So I hope it just inspire young uh, boys and girls that they can pretty much do anything that they put their mind to it. It's small market meets big market Wednesdays on Locked On NBA podcast. Join Jake Madison of the Locked on Pelicans podcast and John Corrales of Locked on Celtics for a look at the NBA week from all angles. Subscribe to Locked on NBA podcast today, wherever you get your podcasts. Asia Wilson, MVP, has a whole statue in South Carolina. And I'll close out the show, so stick around um, with the audio clip. And this comes from the South Carolina women's basketball team and the athletics department. I'll give you the link in the description. But I want to play 
moments and clips, highlights from the dedication of the statue. Um, Really powerful story that Asia Wilson tells, as I mentioned at the top of the show. But now is my time to thank you, as always, for listening to Locked on Women's Basketball. I am your usually Tuesday-Thursday host, sometimes Wednesday, depending on how the news cycle works. But um, I want to thank you for tuning in to Locked on Women's Basketball, and I will see you tomorrow. Here's Asia Wilson at the dedication of her statue on the campus of the University of South Carolina. Thank you for all being here today to honor a once-in-a-generation woman. This moment is for every girl who was told she wasn't enough, wasn't strong enough, wasn't smart enough, was too short, too skinny, too fat. First, I want to thank my parents, Eva and Roscoe. Your unconditional support and infinite love motivates me. Every ride to practice, every meal made, lesson taught, mold me, and made a profound impact on my life. But when you have a young person that um, can stand and be strong in who she is, you, you have to believe that she's got what it takes to, to lead beyond the basketball court. And that's what she's done. I, I remember the first time hearing President Pastides at graduation uh, mention this. And I, I did think it was real. I, I honestly thought it was a joke. Um, and to see this come together, it, it's simply surreal. Also, I would love to thank my coaches and my second mom, Dawn Staley. You know, a great coach goes beyond the court. They change lives. Coach Staley, you embraced me, dealt with all of my craziness, bought me out of my shell, showed me how to be a leader. When you ever see that incredible combination of excellence, that you have exemplified on the field and character that you have exemplified not only on the court but in the life that you have led thus far. You become an incredible role model. You become an incredible legacy. And it's so important to all of us that you are the role model of who you are because of what you have embraced and who you are. So I thank the University of South Carolina and all of its decision makers to make this happen. Um, It was the right thing to do for the right person at the right time. My grandmother, Hattie Rakes, grew up in this area, four blocks from the governor's mansion to be exact. When she was a child, she couldn't even walk on the grounds of the University of South Carolina. She would have to walk around the campus just to get to where she needed to go. If only she was here today to see that the same grounds she had to walk around. It now is the same grounds that houses a statue of her granddaughter. Thank you guys so much.